Spinderella cut it up one time. Turn the volume down when I'm listening to James Brown. We're not listening to James Brown, to James Brown, to James Brown. We're not listening to James Brown all the live long, motherfucker. Here we go. Oh, yes. For a time, I considered sparing your miserable little planet, Cybertron. But now you shall witness this dismemberment. Uh, How do you dismember a planet? It doesn't really have arms or legs. I don't have a lot of friends. Oh, oh dear. Ahem. Yes. Ahem. Yeah. Ahem. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think. Are you ready? Can you hear that? The truck outside? No. I'm ready. Is Can you hear the truck outside? Okay, good. Well, then I can't hear it either. There is silence. Silence reigns on the Brown residence. I don't hear the truck. Okay, well, that's good. You shouldn't hear the truck. Well, good. You know what, James? What? James. What, Nick? James! Nick. Welcome to Dork. Welcome to Dork. I'm Nick Moore. I am James Brown. And I'm Nick Moore. You're listening to Dork episode 211. Uh, James. What's the 211, Nick? Last week you were bringing up one of your favorite Is that subjects. Like a hotline for what? Cl- clitoracy? Uh, I don't know. But what's up? Clitoracy? What? What did you say clitoracy for? That makes no sense. Did you just say clitoracy? Why would I say clitoracy? That's not even really a word. Unless you're like you know talking about being very literate with the clitoris. It sounds like a self-help book. Or you know, to helping you to help others. You don't attack it. It's very sensitive. You want to start like with even strokes of the tongue. You just take your take your tongue. Don't get rough. It's not a fucking punching bag. No. So you remember last week we were talking about some of your favorite subjects, which is audio porn involving cartoons. Um. That was discussed. I won't say it's one of my favorite subjects. I mean, but, it was discussed at length, but and I, I, did, I didn't bring it up. Yeah. Anyway, yes, I recall this conversation. Okay, so I was doing research, and I looked up audio porn on Pornhub to see if, like, because Pornhub is without question the biggest porn site globally. 
as far as as far as I know. But they're the ones who keep publishing all those little articles and shit, and they keep track of like people's porn habits during important events. Um, they love to post like porn breakdowns, like what people are watching during different things, like the Super Bowl or on St. Right. Patrick's Day or you know when the royal wedding happens. Like this is the porn people watch, or this is when people stop watching porn, or you know whatever. Like when Hulu when Hulu goes down or Facebook goes down, they always post like look, you, this is the time when it went down. You can see there's a massive spike. Like there's a Facebook outage a couple months ago, and yeah. there was a huge spike for like a solid forty five minutes. It like went yeah. up seven hundred percent because you're like, yeah. ah, Facebook's down, time to beat uh, it. I can't watch Modern Family. I might as well masturbate. So when I want to when I want to see if a certain type of porn exists but I don't want to delve into the horrors that are the general internet because Google's filter is not safe. Um, like they go, Oh, it's a dark web. You can't Google. No, there's some pretty dark shit on fucking Google. Like that's not how the dark web works. Google will find it and it'll bring it to light and show it to you in all its horror and moist glory. Um, moist, moist. So anyway, I went to Pornhub and I was like, audio porn. Bum, 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 bum. And so there's the there's some of that stuff where it's just like audio shit, you know. There's no visuals. It's just someone like talking dirty or, you know, like making moaning noises, whatever, you know. The, the, you know, the, it's late at night. I want just some audio shit. I'm in bed. It's dark. I just want to like beat off into a sock. Whatever, whatever your thing is. But there is an entire subgenre of people who just recorded other people having sex. Like the audio of it. Like they're in a hotel or yeah. in an apartment or like one of their roommates is fucking something like that. And they just record the audio and then they post it. Now, part of that is kind of hot. The other part of it is goddamn hilarious because <laughs> it's not professional porn stars. You know, it's not people that are like, ah, we're being filmed. We must be consistent and erotic. Like real fucking when you're in the midst of it, isn't always the sexiest thing, you know? Yeah. Like, it's sexy, but there's also the mechanics of, like, like when you're watching porn, you see angles that you can't achieve. I remember the first time I had sex, um, and I tried to do that leg lift thing that you see in porn. I was like, yeah, this is a move, right? And the chick was, like, into it, but at the same time gave me a look like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> okay. Like, Real sex like what, doesn't like involve all that crazy shit. Nobody's yeah. filming it. You know, there's no yeah. angles you got to worry about. And the most comfortable shit sometimes looks kind of silly. Yeah. But I mean, if you, you're not looking at it, right? You're just feeling it. You're experiencing it. Right. You're not showing off for anybody. And the stuff that looks sexy to the other person while you're having sex doesn't particularly look sexy if someone else is watching it, you know? Right. Um, I recall a trip Carol and I took where we did like a weekend. We just went to like Covington so that we could spend Saturday like in Abita Springs and like going to uh, antique shops and shit. So we're staying at a courtyard by Marriott on the main drag of Covington. I can't remember what the, the road's called. Uh, but, Covington Road, I think. <clears throat> probably. So it's like, I don't know, it's like two o'clock at night or in the morning, depending how pedantic you want to be. Mm -hmm. um, and we were watching... I think we're watching Cartoon Network because since we kind of switched from cable, we don't just get straight Cartoon Network. And sometimes it's nice to just flip it on and just let it go. Yeah. You and know? like not have control over like what, yeah, just like let the broadcast airways like 
flow through you. <laughs> yeah. Just like, hey, somebody else set up this programming. Let's see what happens. Just let yeah. it go. And we start hearing from the back wall people fucking loudly. Um, and like it didn't like we didn't like start like go, oh, we must reciprocate and compete with them. But we did giggle at it. We were just like, ha, 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 they're totally, they're totally fucking. We should like, and we debated like, should we like encourage them, or like you know, like pretend like we're fucking to like, you know, just should we play along? Yeah. We did the polite thing. You waited till the end. You waited till they stopped and then applauded. We d- <laughs> we did. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I probably we, on that. <laughs> we let it. We let it go, and they went for a while, dude. I mean, it was a solid twenty minutes. Yeah, that's yeah, that's good. I mean, that's heroic. That's yeah. You know, people are like, "Oh, we fucked for our, we all fucked all night." No, that's not good. No. I remember when I was in college, and you'd have these like you know two three hour long sessions, or like making out, and then you dry humping, and, they, and by the end of it, you're goddamn raw. Yeah. Just knock it out. Get in there, enjoy yourself, take your time, but you yeah. don't need all day. But it was a solid twenty minutes. And at the end, we, we clapped. We're like, yes, indeed. A golf clap. I don't know if they heard it. They probably heard it. But like, it's like, yeah. But anyway, so I checked out a couple of these audio files on Pornhub. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a good time. Like if you want to fuck with your neighbors or with a loved one, say, hey, let me show you something. Pop it on and listen to people fucking for fuck's sake. Like just to like, we're doing it. I don't know, man. It's... It's oddly reassuring. You're like, you know, I have better rhythm than that. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like you start comparing notes because I think we get so desensitized with, you know, if you watch porn and it like, it's like, this is what's, it's not, not at all. That's a problem that like teenagers are having less sex than they used to. A big Which, part of that. What? I mean, part of this, part, I mean, part of this is like, you know, they, they have phones to distract them like constantly. Yeah. But another part of it is, that you've got teenage boys watching porn, and a lot of the porn they watch is not realistic. Like they have, it, like when I was a kid, if I wanted to find porn, I had to have somebody with a tape, or yeah. I had to like go into. There was a the city newsstand on Corsi. Oh yeah, there's corner Corsi and Sherwood. Yeah, mm. and they had a, a little porn room, and like you could go in and buy porn at an exorbitant price. Or there was a joint over in Port Allen. Um. But like there were there wasn't a lot of porn store, you know, or like you'd get a magazine or somebody would would give you one, you know, like it wasn't you couldn't just like get it, you can just find porn, so you weren't inundated with all these false mechanics. And you got these young kids that are watching like dudes choke chicks and like like just third bases anal, you know, and so when teenage girls are having sex for the first time, they're like you know what I don't think i i enjoy sex yeah um it's skewing their perceptions yeah yeah and the problem is like oh yeah no that's like i have a friend who is a lesbian and i don't think it's because of her first sexual experience but i don't think it helped yeah she told me that she was with this dude and he goes like he was downstairs and he goes so like how how big is your your vagina and she's like, what? <laughs> he goes, like, I, my last girlfriend, I could put a whole hand in. And he just went, Furt. And like, of course it fucking hurt. And she was like, nope, I don't. 
No, and I was like, holy shit, no, that's not supposed to happen. That's not an opener. No. Like, I'm going to go ahead and say 99.9% .9 of guys wouldn't fucking do that to you. Um, you got a bad one there. Well, the sad thing is, I think I don't think it's 99.9%, .9%, but, I mean, most guys, any sensible guy would not. Let me put it that way. Yeah, it's not yeah. a... It's, it's not a, it's not, it should not be a standard. It's discourteous at best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not the way you do that. That's not, think, it doesn't. No good. Like that's not an, yeah, that's the thing. It's not an opener. Like that's like, you know, you, you have to work to that even with somebody who's far more experienced. You know, if you're, if you're, you're the woman is really experienced, she's, that's not like a, all right, kiss, kiss. <laughs> No. Or even if it, like the she's got to like want you to do that too. Yeah. Like that's not a that's not a universal thing. Where she's like, yes, put your whole hand in me. I don't. I've I've never met a woman who was into it. So I, I don't think it's that's a move to spring. Mm. Um, I think if you get to a point in your relationship where you can discuss this, you know, and and that takes a little while. You got to build trust. Yeah, where, where you can both go. Hey, this is a thing that I would like to try. Yeah. Or even, I mean, even like, I mean, you don't start with a fist at all. I mean, you go like one finger, two finger, three finger, maybe, you know, tease with the fourth finger. See if that's you know, how you're feeling. Right? That, that, you, you did that? No. Why are you doing that? Oh, I, that's, I, oh sorry. It's, you know, sorry. Just checking it out. All right, cool. Give me a second. I lost a ring. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> like, there is a, um, there are a couple online, um, questionnaires you can fill out where what you do is both of you fill out a questionnaire and it's like all of this different sex stuff it's it's really long man it's like it's it's like 70 something questions and you go through and you fill it out and your partner fills it out and it's just a list of like i like this i don't like this blah 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 blah, blah. i'd be interested in this i like it. like and it has like multiple levels like on a scale of 1 to 5 how interested in you are are how interested are you in this and then it compares the two and you get emailed to you a list of the things that the other person like where you have combined differences like combined interests i mean yeah so like if you're like i you know i'm into some light bondage and if they're like i'm into light bondage then it'll match up and go, oh, this is something you share. I totally want you to piss in my mouth. And you went, I don't want to pee on you. Then it doesn't list that. Yeah. Like it doesn't tell you the weird things that they're into that you're not into and vice versa. But it's an excellent gateway to like a conversation. Like when you get to, when you get to that point with a person and you're like, uh, uh, would you mind taking a question? Like, it sounds weird, but it's the same conversation you have early on when it comes to like uh, limits and like safe sex practices. Like right before you do it, you're like, okay, so this is, you know, blah 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 blah. What do you do? Do you, you know, are you are you on birth control? Do you, you know, how do you want to approach this? Do we use protection? Like, you know, what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, I, think, I mean, it's 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 only sensible. Yeah. It's a it's a reasonable conversation to have. And I think it's a conversation that should be added to sex ed in schools where you're like, okay, real quick, let's talk not just about boundaries and consent, but like the expansion of consent. Oh, just like, hey, so basic vanilla sex is missionary, 
maybe holding hands. You know, like, you know, like here's a starter point. Maybe show a picture of dogs doing it. So this is how dogs do it. Notice he's not choking her <laughs> because she hasn't consented to that. And they didn't talk about it beforehand. You don't just go there. And then, you know, broaden the conversation. Yeah. I think too many people get weird about it. They're just like, I don't want to talk about this, but this is a thing I definitely want. Um, maybe the other person will do it. What is it? Um, oh, Chris Rock had that bit about you want to you want to lick your balls. You gotta, you know, hey, yeah, lick my balls. You can't go. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, but uh, and now you're sitting there with dry balls. Yeah, you, you gotta have the conversation, man. I I agree wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly, yeah. Like you don't just bring a dwarf into the conversation. You don't bring them into the bedroom. Yeah, you don't bring them to the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, here, I thought you'd like this. And then there's like, you know, five guys with, you know, a greased up baseball bat. It's like, nah, um, we need to have a discussion in private first. Okay, yeah. but the bat's, the bat's not for you. Oh, then you need to just leave. <laughs> <sighs> All right. I'll tell my parents I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Always a weird conversation. Mom, Dad, you got to roll. Yeah, but we brought 20 liters of lube. 20 liters? What? We're from Germany. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many gallons that is. Lots. So uh, Memorial Day just happened. Did you do anything fun over the long weekend? Um, I went to a crawfish boil. I did too. Oh, yeah. Mine, the average age of mine was probably like uh, 60 or so. Hmm. It, was, uh, it was a seniors on the go thing. It was fun. What did you do? Uh, where... <laughs> oh, can you hold on one second? Yeah. I don't know where James is going, but he muted his mic. I'm sure it's something exciting. He's discussing baseball bats and lube. Probably. I don't know. I'm guessing the reason he muted the mic. What? Are you back? I don't know. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. There's like all activities and stuff happening. You good? I mean, I think I'm good. Okay. Ote. Ote? Ote. Uh, no. Um, my, sis my middle sister started a... Facebook conversation Friday night with me and my middle, my youngest sister. I was like, hey, we should do a crawfish boil this weekend, like Sunday. And we were like, okay. And it, it was like 11 o'clock at night. So it's like, um, all right. I, yeah, I guess I'm down. And then like that went to a, a text conversation where she was like, we were talking about it and her and my other sister were discussing who would get the better price for crawfish. And my younger sister was able to do it for trade like she traded goods and services for a couple sacks of crawfish and so she got the better price blah 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 and then my other sister comes back it's like um uh so i didn't ask my husband about it and he was kind of pissed and my other sister's <laughs> like, yeah we'll do it at my place don't worry about it so we did and it, it went fine <laughs> um we we did two batches one that was okay and the one that was like on fire oh yeah, uh, that's that's it's. I'm I'm a second batch type person. Yeah, 
I think we had three batches at my wedding, and there was like, you know, the third one was was going to be too much for me. I mean, it wasn't too much for me, but it was like, you know, more than my taste, more than my preference. Yeah, we balanced it out good. I think we we put it one of those four and a half pound things of seasoning into the first one. Yeah, and that's a reasonable amount. And half a bottle of liquid stuff. That was pretty good. And then we did the same thing for the second one, and that was spite. Like they came out angry, which I like. Yeah, tossing mushrooms and um, you know, the usual corn potatoes, sausage, blah blah. blah. I didn't grow up with sausage in ours, which I feel cheated on because that's pretty epic. Yeah, sausage is like a standard thing in our family. My uncle and then my cousin were the like the big um, crawfish boilers, mm. and my cousin's be- a lot better than my uncle at it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very nice. It's very nice. Um, garlic is something. Yeah, garlic. Garlic's yeah. a must. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't remember that from the young, my younger days, but like as I was adult and like you know, you know the things got more elaborate and stuff. Garlic was a big thing, and then. Um, the guy that did, and we talked about this a little bit. The guy that did my crawfish boil, he's you know throws in like pineapple and Brussels sprouts, and I'm like, oh, this, this really works. I like that. It is unusual, especially the Brussels sprouts with all like the the surface area that it has, where the little spices get all like into it, and you know it, the the Brussels sprouts get hotter than the corn. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, I've always wanted to do a lobster. I've never done it. Always wanted to try it, like in a steamed, old-fashioned red lobster type of way, or like to do a lobster in a crawfish boil type of way. Yeah, toss it in the pot. Yeah, that's. I would love to do that. That would be awesome. I've done oysters. Mm. They were pretty oh. good. They they open up like when you just grab them out of there. It was also the first time I ever bought oysters, and I bought a whole sack, and that's a lot. <laughs> I didn't know that. I imagine that would be really heavy too. It was very heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I was on the way. I was like, I called the guy that was doing it. I was like, hey man, you mind if we throw some oysters in there? He's like, I've never done that. Is it good? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> but it was so many. Thankfully, there were a lot of people there. And there were a lot of people that like liked half shell oysters because we couldn't. You can't throw a whole sack of oysters into it because then it's just an oyster boil. Yeah. That would be weird. Yeah. Um, there was like oyster shells when we were. Um, the, you know, the, you saw the lighting that we have in our backyard. We have like this big wooden pole, and then like these the string of lights that go above the backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you. I mean, it was pretty much light the entire time we were there. But you know, we put that pole up a week or two before the um, the wedding, and um, like I had to dig the hole for that. And it's interesting what you find under you know digging in a lot in New Orleans because like there's like an entire layer of oyster cells like a foot down. Um, underneath the sod in my backyard. Hmm. And there's also like a layer of bricks. Um, I don't know <laughs> if this is like a cobbled street. But yeah, I mean, I was reminded that I was, we were, um, I was actually burying an orange tree. I was um, planting an orange tree this weekend. And like there was like bricks all over there. You know, I had to like pull like eight or 10 bricks out from underneath it while I was like digging down. Um, yeah, there's like layers and layers of stuff. I mean, the, the house is 100 years old. So. You know that stuff has been out there for, you know, decades and decades. Well, that that the section of New Orleans you live in has been around for a very long time. Yeah. So I would expect, yeah, you're probably ripping up history. Yep. 
Don't give a fuck. Fuck this. I need to plant my stone. My stone? This my pole. <laughs> goddamn slave owner put this shit down. Fuck. <laughs> I'm fucking it up now. Fuck. We're tearing down. We're breaking the wheel. We're breaking the wheel. Taking it back. Fuck your bricks. Yeah. I'm a I'm a write, I'm gonna paint the word resist on all these bricks. <laughs> oh yeah. And chuck them off an overpass. Wait, what? No, slow down, James. <laughs> fight! Fight! Wait. Destroy! Black Rage! Yeah. <laughs> what what's what do we see with a brick? Yeah. I mean he signed it on the back too. He said, courtesy of James Brown, my apologies. <laughs> I mean, it's got his phone number. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's resistance, but uh, right? Yeah, it's anarchy with a friendly face. Um, I finished. I played the um, the South Park game, uh, the Fractured Butthole. Oh yeah, how'd that go? Uh, oh, it was fun. But Kenny in it, you know, he's uh, Mysterion, and his the uh, Super Justice friends. No, no, they're not the super. Friend. The super justice friends are like the Justice League in South Park. There's a, mm -hmm. there's Coon and friends, and then the other one is the super friends or something. I don't know. I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, his their battle cry is vengeance, but with inclusion. Because <laughs> it's Sensible. a team. Sensible. It's a team that like Wendy's on, and uh, Timmy is on their team. They call him Doctor Timmy. He, uh, Doctor Timothy. He he's like uh, Professor X. He communicates with his mind, and he's like super powered. He's like Professor X level mutant. Impressive. Yeah, it was a fun impressive. game. I'm switching to Kingdom Hearts three. Oh, haven't started it yet because we need to watch Big Hero six when we haven't watched it yet. Oh, that, that's one of the levels, and um. I'm also kind of holding off because I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna need three hours when I start it because there's gonna be at least an hour of opening cinematics. Like they were kind enough to include a 30 minute intro movie that explains everything that happened in all the games. It's not just Kingdom Hearts one and two. They've kicked out a shitload of other games that are like on ancillary systems and like, yeah, like mobile and uh, handheld systems. Yeah. Yeah, that I'd never played. They introduce all these weird characters and like if you think a Final Fantasy story is weird enough the kingdom hearts story is freaking nuts like there's just so much gibberish it, it just you're just like come on man i just want to i just want to fight with you know Minnie mouse uh mickey mouse and like the winnie the pooh and all that shit like just the, the, we do that like no yeah. this is the sacred sword and we're fighting the heartless and the kingdom hearts and like try to i don't know so anyway i'm holding off I, i'm not ready for that yet yeah is a lot. I, uh, it's a. Uh, sorry, I keep thinking of like the Kingdom Hearts in um, in the video games live. We went to the concert, and instead of like you know, most of the time when you show when they play a game or music, they like show like scenes from different games. Like they play the Metroid music, and you see like the Metroid from like 1986, and then like you know the Super Nintendo Metroid and the GameCube Metroid and all these things, but. For Kingdom Hearts, they just showed um, images of the characters from all the Disney movies that were um, that were used in the Kingdom Hearts game, and mainly that's because Square does not let the video games live people use 
their images from their games, but they said, you know, that's not what the people, that's not what Tommy Tallarico says when he's talking to the audience. It's like, oh, we chose, it was an artistic choice to like show, you know, Monstro and Pinocchio and Captain Hook and uh, Donald Duck and all these people. But I mean, it's still pretty cool. I mean, the music is excellent anyway. It's one of a a bevy of uh, video games where I know the music a lot better than I know the actual game. Bastion and Chrono Trigger and other examples of that. Other examples of that. I can't talk today. Bastion is a is a good one. It's a weird game. It like creeps on you. Yeah. Especially for like a third person game. It's like a top not not quite a top down, but like at an angle. Yeah. It's like isometric or whatever they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Like Zaxxon. <laughs> From like nineteen eighty four. Anyway, um, I played a couple of video games today, but they were in the arcade or they were in an arcade like setting. Do tell. I went to, well, I went to Barcadia in that place that I live, New Orleans. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I like stumbled across one. I, I was like on a walk and I was just like, you know, I need to get some steps. I'm, you know, cooped up in the building I'm working in and CBD. And then I like, oh, yeah, here's Barcadia and I've got quarters, you know, and I played Street Fighter versus X Men or X Men versus Street Fighter. And I had like forgotten how much fun that was. I played the shit out of that game in college and I was like Magneto and Ryu and I was just like, you know, just destroying the shit out of everybody. It was fun. Uh, and the controls were like very well maintained. So I was able to do everything I wanted to do. I was able to do every super special move and super move like without an issue. And I was like very, you know, had a very good time for that 50 cents I spent. That's awesome. I'm glad they maintain their games, man. Cause yeah. it's not worse than grabbing a joystick and it's limp. Yeah, I know. Oh, this is going to be a problem. Yeah, I went back today and played Tekken 6, which apparently I had never played because I was like, I was like, I don't know any of these characters. Or like, no, I knew some of them, but like, it was like a robot lady who looked like an anime woman, except like jets would shoot out of her back. And then like her head came off at one point and she used it against me and put it back on. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then like the boss guy, I, you know, I'm good enough at Tekken, especially with Kazuya, to like, you know, get all the way, do, do pretty well. So I was able to get to the boss guy who's named Azazel, who looks like a super weird demon made out of ghosts and stone and is glowing sometimes. And um, I almost beat him. Um, but, you know, then my Brussels sprouts came. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was fun. I, just, I mean, I don't know about like what that place is like during the evening if like a bunch of bros come and like, you know, you know, or like dicks to everybody there or not. But when I was there during lunchtime, it was a fun environment and I enjoyed playing with the machines. So <laughs> Barcadia for a weekday lunch has my approval. <laughs> Nothing worse than playing a game and have somebody else like pop in and go, hey, you might have played. Here comes a new challenger. I was about to beat him. You son oh, of a bitch. No, I just want to play by myself. Leave me alone. Yeah, that's my problem with a lot of multi- multiplayer online shit. Yeah, like, I was really excited about the first Titanfall, and then I found out it was like online only, and I was like, I don't want to play this. Yeah, dude. Like, I dig. There, there are some games where I'm like, oh, cool. There's like an online component, but I don't like being forced to do shit online. Exactly. But they're like, hey, sixty percent of our game is this online component. Uh, enjoy this little single player thing. But uh. and like Destiny did it pretty good. Like, because you could do shit in Destiny by yourself, or you could hop in with a party and like do stuff. But you're all working together. That's kind of fun. I don't like, like, I got rid of Red Dead Redemption because I was just like, they 
like Grand Theft Auto, I played it, I beat the storyline, and then there's this online component, and the on online component was a lot of fun. Um, but you could kind of do stuff on your own. And if people killed you, you have like rocket launchers and shit. You, you can respond with overwhelming force if you want, and it kind of evens things out. With Red Dead Redemption, you're cruising, and some guy hits you with a sniper rifle from way off, and you're like, I, uh, well, there goes my horse. And it's fucking yeah. dead now. Like, it just wasn't fun, and so I got rid of it. It's like, nah. Thanks for the beta, but go fuck yourself. Not interested. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's a game. Are, there's some people that enjoy that, and it's like, that's their life, and that's their, like, ah, oh, that's the way we live for. But, no. Yeah, hey, hold on for just a second. Can you take the reins for a moment? I've got the reins. This right, horse go, go, go. is mine. And yeah. speaking of horses... There's a lot of videos online of things happening with horses in Red Dead Redemption. And one of them was a horse that like fell off a cliff and it bounced off a stone and it was like flying through the air. Now, there's lots of interesting things. So probably um, Nick has been masturbating this entire time and he's just coming close to climax and he's got to like handle that or like whatever mechanism he has that is, um, you know, supposed to like contain this product is not working out and so he needs a, a few minutes to um settle you know take care of that issue that's my theory i'm not saying that's 100 percent happening but it's happening so in other words uh i noticed that captain marvel is available on digital it seems like because i was like going through google play and we've talked about captain marvel um it was a good movie it was fine you know it's it's, it's a nice thing to add to the mcu it's not going to be one of those ones that I go back to over and over again. It's like, oh my god, I gotta watch this over and over again. What are you um, talking about? What? What are you talking about? I just oh, Captain, Ca Captain Marvel. It's available on digital, apparently. Ah. I was on the Google Play, and it was like, oh, only nineteen ninety nine, Captain Marvel. I was like, oh, okay, cool. You get everything taken care of? Yeah. Oh no, Carol just hopped into the shop. She just got home. Oh. So I was like, oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. quick catch up. <laughs> mm, catch up. Yeah. Um, there's a game that looks very good, but I don't, and it's gotten good reviews, but I'm probably not going to play it because I'm not familiar with everybody in it. It's that um, Shonen Jump fighting game. Uh, this sounds familiar. It's all the Shonen Jump manga, like, uh, so it's got Dragon Ball and Naruto. And the uh, One Piece, like oh, tons and tons of characters. You can fight as all of them, and they set it up so that all the characters are true to character. So, like, if you play, you can play Goku versus Naruto, and you're just gonna stomp the shit out of him because, you know, they try and balance it out, but they keep a lot of things. Like, there's one character, I think it's from One Piece, that he's like girl crazy, and so he refuses to fight women. So, if you fight a, a female character, he just does these really like bitch ass offensive moves where he just kind of pushes them out of the way and so it's really hard to beat women because he won't just like clock them yeah and like there's another one who's a vampire and so if you are on a daylight level he won't you can't use him <laughs> <laughs> um shit like that and i was like that's very cool and there's one character that's got a move that he did in the show where it was so powerful it put him into a coma and you can do it but it takes him out of the game and so you have like a little team you build 
So that once you do that move, he you can't place a guy anymore. Wow. But it's a really neat concept, and I, I like it. Like it really annoyed me when the first like Dragon Ball Z fighting game came out, where you could like play Yamcha and beat Frieza, and you're just like, no, that's unrealistic. I that's mean, not, that's not going to happen in the world of Dragon. That's inconsistent with the world of Dragon Ball, right? Because <laughs> the whole like, thing is unrealistic. You know, that's part of the part of the um, attraction of it. Yeah, but like you can't like take Videl and expect to to beat Majin Buu. Like it's just it's not going to happen. These are characters that aren't. But you could totally do it with in, in that game. So yeah, that's the beauty of like something like Street Fighter, where you have all these crazy ass characters that are kind of evenly matched. Unless you're playing right. And then, you know, you just breeze through. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to disagree with you. But yeah, the game's called Jump Force. Jump Force. Um, and it's one, like, I would like to say I'd, I could watch One Piece and, you know, go ahead and catch up and then play the game. But One Piece has, it's up to like 700 episodes, I think. Really? It's been going on for forever, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it's. I remember, was it 2005 when I was living somewhere and there was. I remember seeing the commercials for it. But, you know, that probably wasn't the beginning of it. It's up to. It's a, as of April 8th, it's up to 875 episodes. That is a lot. That is a lot. It's a lot of catching up to do. Um, to play a game. That I'll be like, eh, not really that into fighting games. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Is um, fist, the Fist of the North Star characters, are they in that one? I don't know. I'm looking at a picture of every Shoujin Jump crossover game, and there's a image of the the North Star guy. Might be. I don't know if he's in this particular one, though. But my uh, So my uh, nephew, he's 12. Um, he's like, hey, Uncle Nick, check it out. And he's got a setup in his room where he's playing Fortnite. And he, he plays on Xbox, but he's got a keyboard and a mouse set up. So he's got everything all hotkeyed. And when I played Fortnite, I was like, you know, you're running around, you're building stuff, and you kind of have to bring up the menu. and throw. He's got everything hotkeyed, so he's just running into the building instantly. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I swore at the child. <laughs> like, wait, you got everything all hotkeyed up. You just you don't have to, like, go through menus. and you just, He's like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's how you do it. I'm like, that's why I'm getting smoked? Because everybody's like, Cheating! This is some bullshit. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were all we're all on the console. We're all using controllers. No, no, forget it. You're screwed. He's zipping all over the place, tearing people to shreds. Yelp. Yeah. It's a young man's game, Nick. It's a young man's game. Oh, he can have it. I played Apex Legends for a little while, and that that's a fun one. But again, is that the free one? Yeah, totally yeah. free. You can buy stuff, but it's totally free. Um. And you can keep up without buying anything, which is the way it should be. Um, they're doing all that stuff in Congress where they're like trying to outlaw loot boxes. Like where you, because they're like, it's gambling. So you, you buy a loot box for five bucks and you get a couple of high powered things that you can't get regularly in the game. Um, and then like skins and stuff that are kind of worthless. But they're like, it's gambling, but it's also bullshit. If the game's free, then it, you should be able to win it without buying anything. If it's not, then you should just be able to buy the game. Like, you know, I, I don't like that pay-to-play shit. Yeah. It's unsportsmanlike. The, uh, there's an upcoming mobile version of Mario Kart that people are already complaining about. Like, 
the people that got in the beta, they're like, it's fun. It really captures the essence of Mario Kart and it makes you want to go play it on a console. But they immediately you run into that like pay to play wall where you can unlock stuff and blah, blah, blah. Which is the same mistake Nintendo made with the Mario Run game. I don't know if you played that at all, but it was like. Uh, I did not. It's a, it's a 2D runner, it's a platformer. Uh, where the screen where it scrolls and you hit the button to make Mario jump and stuff like that. So it's like playing Super Mario Brothers against the clock because you can't stop. You have to just keep going. But it there's like two levels it gives you and then you have to pay to play more. And I don't think it did very well because of that. I can understand that. I mean, that's a particular community with a particular taste, right? Yeah. I think there's a group of people that would be more embracing of paying to play kind of things, like people who play EA games. Yeah, and you know, if you look at really successful mobile games, they they're very free. They have tons and tons of levels. You can buy stuff, but you don't have to. The ones that I've played the longest, like I still have the Family Guy game on my phone, and you can buy stuff, but it doesn't restrict you. You know, if you, I think you lose like five times in a row, then you have to wait. You know, it takes when you lose it hard. It takes thirty minutes for another one to recharge. Um, yeah, I but, mean that's the way that there's a lot of mobile games for like that. Um, what is it? Two dots. If you ever played that, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, you know, they have like little, you know, little bonus super up things. Like, oh, you can get three of these for ninety nine cents. You're like, ah, oh, ninety nine cents. What's ninety nine cents? And then like at the end of the week, you're like. Oh shit! I just spent you know forty dollars doing that shit. Yeah, it's predatory to people that don't keep track of it. One of my mom and some of her friends got really into uh, Candy Crush, and one of her friends spent like five hundred bucks in a month, which is a lot for a little handheld game. Yeah, you know, and they just get you, they nickel and dime you, and this lady wasn't thinking about it. This lady's like in her seventies, and she's like, "Yeah, okay, I need more." I need more candy. I need and, more crush. And got squoozed. That's how they do you. And it made, you know, the game made billions of dollars. It's still up. I don't know who's playing it, but I guarantee you there's a lot of people still playing it. Yeah. Somebody's still playing it. Somebody. Sorry, you just if you like search the um, the internet for jump forest, I mean, it gives you like a, a nice plethora of different images about things, and then you know people suggesting crossover games and just like Mario and Iron Man and all this kind of shit. The world is full of everything, just everything you can imagine, even burps. I could see doing like a Mario Mega Man crossover. Oh yeah, I mean that makes sense. Those are old school NES, you know, icons basically. Yeah, but like playing Mario Brothers as Mega Man, <laughs> or maybe playing uh, Pac Man as Sonic, you'd get like get through the entire maze in like twelve seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you charge it up, <laughs> knock it all out. You could get a perfect on that, probably inside of thirty minutes. Yeah, I've never had a perfect Pac Man game. I never beat it. Like, did you ever get to that load screen at the end? Where hell no. Two hundred fifty was it? Two hundred fifty-six. Yeah. Stages? No, no. I would be lucky to get through thirty. Yeah, I can. I think I can do fifteen to twenty on one quarter. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, like, I'm. I say I would be lucky. I would be extremely lucky. Like, I think my average is probably like ten. 
Yeah. And that's even using like the cheats, like where you, you know, where you hide in the corner where they don't go. Well, I mean, those aren't cheats. Those are like, you know, strategy. Would be like, if you do like up, up, down, down, left, right, et cetera. But yeah, like playing, I mean, the experience of playing video games is something I've had for, you know, literally like almost four decades. And, um, just the way it's changed, like the idea that, you know, you could save your game was like a mind blowing thing when, you know, it wasn't even saving your game at first. It was like, you, you get this code and it like, Oh, this is the code for second level. This is the code for third level. So you're, you don't have to like start at the beginning every time you play like that was groundbreaking. And then like save actually saving the game and like saving it, like at the beginning of certain levels or like checkpoints within the levels or, mm-hmm. you know, essentially, and in the arcade, like being able to continue games is like, oh, you play a quarter, you're dead. Okay, start over again. You play a quarter, oh, wait, you can continue. You can like go further if you like, you know, from here. Like, it's just really weird to like go back, even like you know, a few different generate a few generations ago to like the arcade experience, so, like X Men versus Street Fighter versus playing, you know, with unlimited tokens or unlimited, you know, uh, credits at home and just. You know, and having like thirty-minute cutscenes in between things, as opposed to like you know you having to stand there the entire time you're playing, and so like your experience is probably not going to go longer than thirty minutes unless you're on some like epic side-scrolling adventure. Um, yeah, I love I I love playing video games. I wish I could do it more, <laughs> but I gotta like work and yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was gifted a one of the Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. I got I got one of the Super Nintendo consoles. Like the ones with all the games loaded on it. Oh yeah, for, for Christmas last year, and oh, it was a blast. That yeah. was a that was a solid week, like nonstop. Or just get like where, where like Carol and I actually did a night where we got like a bunch of crappy food, like you know, pizza, like hot pockets and shit, or the pizza rolls. That's what it was. And like we found this hard Mountain Dew. It's like Mountain Dew, but like a little booze in it. Oh and yeah, we got absolutely sick because there's way too much sugar and all that shit. <laughs> and we didn't plan ahead. We were. We had a two-day hangover of just like food. Yeah, like yeah, we gotta do salads. <laughs> but yeah, it's fun to go retro. It is. Um, so with that, yeah, I, I'm gonna go retro right now. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Um, well, <laughs> uh, I'm Nick Moore. I am James Brown, and I'm Nick Moore. You have been dorked. I've been dorked in the dork dork. We'll catch you later, folks. On a monopia, as they say. And a. Hate about him. Uh, later, James. Later, Nick. <laughs>